Oh, hello, Islander fans. We're actually back this time. We were punctual. That's rare. <laughs> that is not in our forte yeah. when it comes to the show. We said we would do a show when the season started within a few weeks, and it's been two weeks, and we actually did a show. We have not gone past ten games of them playing without us coming back. They played six. Yeah. We're already back doing six, a show. And we're back. So good for us. Pat ourselves on the back. I'm excited with ourselves. Oh, are you? I am. Okay, that's good. I'm not excited about other things, though, Nick. The, the, like... the New York sports are just... Down the tube, in general. No, but the Yankees, I mean... Uh, no, 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 don't bring up the Yankees. See, all right, we're recording this Tuesday night. <laughs> and I was in a very good mood, mood before we started to record the show. The Yankees were down 4 nothing. Then Nick says, oh, I'm on the subway. I'm on my way. Starts getting closer and closer, yeah. and the Yankees start winning. So that basically, Nick being here correlates with bad things. Yes, I am the That's, jinx, apparently. You are the jinx. Of, but it's like, you're, you're talking to Islanders fans right now that yeah. are Yankees fans, so no, they're, they're probably not. like, you're a dick, Mark. Yeah, I am a dick. All right. Well, you know, that's got I'm a Mets fan. If you fan. haven't picked on, on up on it already, Mark's a jerk. Listen, I'm a Mets fan. I don't like the Yankees. And I, mean, I want them to lose. And I've grown up a Listen, Mets fan too. And I'm not the biggest fan of the Yankees. We it's both, a fun team. No, it's not. No, it the has player nothing wise, to do with the players. Team. It's fine. Oh, we both work fans. with other Yankee fans. <laughs> we work somewhere. And I once heard a Yankee fan last week say, Can't judge just start hitting and make it easier. I hate having to sweat it out. Are you kidding me? Hey, man. When you're really? born with a silver spoon in your mouth, listen, listen. your perspective on life is completely different. Listen, Yankee fans, if you're listening, we're going to get to the Islanders. Don't worry. This is an Islander <laughs> podcast. I just need to get this off my chest. Stop bitching and moaning. Oof. All right? You're in the ALCS. You're about to tie the Series 2-2. And even if you've lost for nothing, you still got to the ALCS. Stop complaining. Oh, no, we haven't won the World Series since 2009. Wah! You know when the last time I saw a championship was? Never. Never. I've never seen a championship for my baseball team in my <laughs> lifetime. The Islanders haven't won in my lifetime. I had the Giants, but now they're a tire fire. And the Knicks, <laughs> God, don't even get me started. Knicks don't count. Eh, they don't count. Yeah, they're basically. We, or you and I, we're not. They're like, collaborative. Like, eh, NBA, go do your own thing. Exactly. Uh, but please, can we talk about hockey? Please, I guess so. All right. Please. Fine. The story in New York, of course, the Rangers, <laughs> what, stink. one and five? One and five, five as we taping. speak. They're tied 3-3 with the Penguins as we speak. But the Islanders. And the Islanders. Two, three, and one. Two, three, and one. It's okay. Five points. They're all right. It's all right. Okay. Could be better. Could, you know, uh, we knew they wouldn't be better than Columbus or Pittsburgh. But it could be a lot worse. You know who the other team in front of them is? The How? New Jersey Devils. How? They're terrible. They're young. Ugh. They're a young team that's Terrible. playing good right now. They're not good. But they're playing good right now. You know what? I'm not going to worry about them yet. But can we talk about it, the Islanders, please? Yeah, we can. I'm just, we're giving the fans a perspective on everything. We don't have to. If we just talk Islanders, then we're in a, in a glass box of emotions. We have to talk about everything to everything. let the fans know what's going on around the National Hockey League as it pertains to the Islanders. And as we're recording this, Devils up 3-2 on the Lightning, by the oh. way. So the Devils, that would put them at 5-1 and one if they could hold this out against Tampa. Yeah. Also sitting at 5-1. That one. would uh, tie them for the top team in the Eastern Conference. And in the NHL. And in the NHL. Well, yeah, at that point, they would have 10 points. They would be the best team in the NHL then. No, Depending on the how the other decisions The go. Lightning also have 10 points. Yeah. Well, so tie, the best they could do tie. is tie. Okay. Well, it's still best team in the NHL. Yeah, I'm just saying. They wouldn't be sole possession of best team in the NHL. And this, I think, gives great context as to not overreacting to stuff that's happened no. at the beginning of the season. Overreact to nothing. Yes. 
There uh, are things to worry about, of course. The biggest thing. Power play. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. You read my mind. 0 for 20 through six games now. Yeah. It's, Nick. Uh, it's what we say, putrid. Nick, there's a player on the team who hasn't played a game yet. Can you read my mind? Who is that player? Mm, I want to say, well, it's not Shane Prince. No, Shane Prince wouldn't be the one I've been talking about <laughs> Well, here. he hasn't played yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to guess, well, it's not Butch Goring. He's well, he's not a player anymore. He's He has um, been at every game, though. It is not. It's not Chris King. Not no, Chris it's King. not Arthur Staple. You None know who it is? were players. It's though. Ryan Pulak. Ah, oh, Ryan Pulak. And when Ryan Pulak's been coming up throughout his uh, minor league career, what has been the M.O. on him? Oh, a power play specialist. Oh, he's a power play specialist. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got a booming shot from the point, mm-hmm. and he's good at quarterbacking a power play. Now, how do you think Doug Wake could fix the power play? Huh. Well, I think... Oh, maybe he could play Ryan Pulak in a game. All right, Mr. Uh, what, what the saying, Monday morning quarterback? Don't, come don't in. Monday morning quarterback <laughs> me. No, no, no. It, it's true. I don't think it's definitely true. I think it's... Pretty I true. think for a guy of Wade's intellect, if he's seeing these guys on the ice in practice, the fact I mean that but this leads to a larger issue. If he's not starting Pulak, then maybe this guy isn't ready to be playing. That's I he that's a different that's year? a different conversation, he was which ready is last a scarier year. thought. I think that's a scarier thought. What? Than just not having him play because oh like I don't know, Doug Wade doesn't want him to play. He but doesn't think he's ready to play. I think he's ready to play. He oh. showed it last year. He proved it at the end of last season. I don't. It's <laughs> but they're not even get a shot. Like that's the that's the point. I'm sure. Like Ho saying he kept out of game one to sh- teach him a message. Okay, and now he's back in. And well, granted, he's only got one point, but we've seen what he we could see from him last year, so we know Ho saying will snap out of it. Yes, but Pulak hasn't even gotten a shot. And I'm not. This isn't a shot at Pelic and Mayfield because they've been playing very well. Yes, but I got to think that Ryan Pulak just offensively is better than one of them. Better for this lineup than one of them. Between one of those two. Yeah. Because you're not going to take Boychuk out of the lineup. Mm. You'd rather take Boychuk out of the lineup. No, no, no but, yeah, I'm just, that was more of like a, I don't know. I was, oh. It was just an audible, mm, and you don't I like, guess, agreeing. You don't like playing uh, Dahan or Hickey on their offside, or, or you don't, don't want to put Pulak on his offside. And we're saying Hickey, mind you, has the best plus minus on the team. Minus, or plus four. Just keep that in mind. Yes. So when he's on the ice, they're doing well. Yeah, and so I you can't have really no take him out with Hicks. Okay, Seidenberg would the only one be the only other one you could take out for him because he's the he's only minus, lefty, and he's a minus three. Only in, played in one, one game, game play, yeah. Plus minus means nothing though. You, you get part a, of the story. You get a minus on you if you're going to change, and you happen to still have a skate on the bench, just rem- on the ice. Just remember that. Um, Grayson Hawk, they played fine, whatever. But to this point, you're seeing. Uh, these guys on the back end, it's it's not like one is playing bad that they deserve to be taken out of the lineup. No. That's what it mostly looks like. But what I'm saying is your power play is 0 for 20. Mm-hmm. That's putrid. Yes. You have to make a change there. Clearly, Boychuk and Letty, who are the so quote-unquote quarterbacks of the power play, haven't been getting it done. So Pulak, who has been proven in every level he's played at, to be good at that. You put him in the game. You play him. Mm-hmm. Just also, to try and help that. I think a, a part of it is that you have Scott Gomez, who now oversees the power play. Yeah, let's see. He's, he's, one of the he's new done coaches. a great job. 
but only six games in. You have a guy in Scott Gomez who he's working with new personnel. This is this is oh, a learning process when for was him. Scott Gomez, a big uh, power play guy when he was it, in the NHL. Just out of curiosity, Mark, you can't deny that this is a guy that's put up points when he was playing in the NHL. He did. But you he can't deny that. Well, yes, exactly he, he, he fell off a cliff eventually. Yeah. But this is a guy that had a reputation I agree. early 2000s yes. as being a dominant guy in this league. Okay. I wouldn't say dominant. He, he was a good player. He was a good player. He had dominating moments, I would say. Sure. Regardless, so far his power play has not been good. And yes, that's fair. And I Absolutely. Think that's 0 for 20. Not 100% on him. Okay. But I think you have to be given the tools. And Mayfield and Pellick are both defensive defensemen. Ryan Pulak is an offensive defenseman. How do you help the offense? You put an offensive defenseman out there. It's not really that difficult. Uh, it sounds like you should be a coach, the way you're talking. I mean, yeah. And don't you think that Scott Gomez would say to Coach Waite eventually, if he gets to a point, hey, power play's not getting anything. Maybe we should use Ryan Pulak. You would think so. So I don't know what but- Doug Waite's problem is. <laughs> That's uh, so. That's what Nick is trying to get at, fans. That Nick already wants Doug Wade gone. That is what I think. That's nothing. I think that's what Nick just said. This could be a situation where Coach Wade is saying to Gomez, "What's going on? Do we need to put in Pulak?" And maybe Scott Gomez is like, "No, I don't think it's that's the problem. I honestly think this is just a matter of gelling and trying to get a system together that works." What's the preseason for? What do you play all these exhibition games for? If you and what do you practice? What is training camp for if they can't figure it out on the ice during the regular season? What is the point? Then don't play the exhibition anymore. Okay. I oh, mean, case closed. Look at that. Yeah, that's what we figured it out. Look all at right. that. But th- that's my point. You play what eight exhibition games, About, something yeah. around that, yeah. and then you have two, three weeks, four weeks of training camp, mm-hmm. all to work on things like the power play. They shouldn't start a season 0 for 20. And oh, yes, absolutely. That's They're one of the few teams that still does not have a power play goal. I think yeah. it was uh, as of a few, two or three days ago, it was a list of five teams, five or six teams. Yeah. Islanders were one of them. And last year, okay, I'll, if this happens last year, fine, because a bunch of your players were out for the World Cup. You didn't get a full training camp. There weren't full preseason games. Okay, but this year you had a full training camp. You had everything ready for you to try and get things figured out, and they didn't do it. I got him good. <laughs> I think this it's such a small sample size, and it like when you look at it like in the micro, yes, it looks so bad. Give it, I would say, give it a month, and if it's still not clicking, like nothing working at all, then you have a major issue. I agree with you. I'm, and I'm not I would say sooner rather fire. than later, Pulak will be in the lineup. I think he has to be. Yes, I don't think it's going to be a long-standing situation where a month goes by and we still haven't seen Ryan Pulak. If, in if the that's game. the case, they're wasting him. Yes, no, 100%. And if that is the case, then that's poor job by the coaching staff. If you don't 100%. have a guy that's been valued so highly by the organization for how many years now? At least three. Yeah, he was a first-round pick. Pretty high for, what was he, 15th overall? I and believe 15th. Something yeah. around there. Yes, and and this is a guy that has been touted not just by the Islanders, by other organizations. Yes, absolutely. He's a highly regarded prospect. And, that, again, this isn't... Taking a crap on Mayfield and Pellick. I think they're very talented players, but I think Pulak's better. Or I think at least he has the potential to be better. But in a situation for Coach Waite, you have two young guys playing well. They're not they're not playing themselves out of the lineup. 
That's no. just unfair to them. But w- if you have young guys growing in that situation, you can't take them out. Then why? Uh, th- what I'm curious about is why they Pulak wasn't given a shot from the first game. They, uh, I, just, I mean, I'm not. I'm not speaking for. Coach then Wade. put him back I'm, in the AHL. What I'm assuming is he wasn't necessarily ready to make that starting lineup. If you weren't going to play him, then he doesn't make the team out of training camp. You put him back. That's he, what he had. I don't know if he could risk that, though. No, I, I don't think he needs to go through waivers yet. I don't think he's played enough games. All right. At, at least, I th- I think. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that I is still the rule. You that. Your first two uh, NHL seasons. I don't know. But it's no one has said that they deserve to be played out of the lineup. No one has done I that. I agree yet. with you. Seidenberg's played one game. A terrible whistle. <laughs> Try. Was that? What was that? that was not <laughs> it was a, more of like was, a get out. Seidenberg, he got the really hook. Poor. Well, I'm not the best whistler. Well, Seidenberg is just depth. That's all he is. He's not there to be an 82 game player. He's depth. If you need it, if an injury happens, God forbid, that's why he's there. Pulak is supposed to be part of your future. Yes. And it's on. It's not saying like, I guess you could say like in this context, it's this guy's fault. Thomas Hickey's fault for playing well. If he wasn't playing well, I can guarantee you Ryan Pulak would be in the lineup. I don't know. It depends on if, a lot of NHL coaches we've seen throughout the years won't play a guy off his, on his offhand. Okay. Hickey plays lefty. Pulak plays righty. All right. I'm just saying. Take and that into account. That's the case. Coach Wade has to be waiting for an opportunity to get Pulak in. Yes. Because right now, no one in the current pairings has said, eh, you're not doing good enough. By the way, I want to correct myself. I said that Josh Hosang only had one point before. He does have four. Okay. So I correct myself. Look at you. It was somebody else that only has one point that I was thinking of. And Barzil. Barzil. Barzil has, only has, has an one assist. Point, yes. And he got a, he, he's a bust. That's oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Trade him now. Get Matt Duchesne. Yeah, Hurry. Matt Duchesne already got him in in the first, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. All right. Look at us. Exactly. Look All at right. that. We were basically two Garth Snows here. All right. Have we talked enough about power play? I think so. I think we can move on to something else. What would you like to talk about next? Uh, you didn't have anything in mind. You just well, wanted to talk, change the subject, but you didn't have an idea of what to. Well, I mean, there are certain ways to go. Jordan Eberly. Yeah. Does he have a goal yet? Three points. Three points. Uh, Tavares, okay. That Tavares guy, he's really been struggling. Yeah. He's only, really the reason this team's only two goals and, and an assist. Yeah, just terrible. They should ship him off now. They really should. Yeah. And we'll to get a secret to admirer. Actually, not, not a secret admirer. Montreal. Yeah. Who's just at every game watching. We'll get to that later, by the way. The Tavares situation. Yes. And there's more Belmont stuff that we'll get to later as well. Yes. We have plenty of stuff to talk about. But can we talk about on the ice first? Sure. Sure. So Zekas is leading the team in points. Look at that. Zeker. Six uh, points. Oh, excuse me, five points. He's been mostly on the fourth line, though. You know, when he signed that contract, mm-hmm. I expected him to be bumped up a bit. Try to give him some third, second or third line minutes, but that hasn't happened. No. I'm just saying. It's just a, it's a talking point. Nick, you were supposed to go off on that and, and tell me why he hasn't. But apparently that's not what Nick wants to do today. <laughs> no, he. I, but he's still, he's still been able to produce. I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm just saying I'm curious if that will happen throughout the season. I mean, this Or is, is he going to be the guy that plays with Kuhlman and Clutterbuck all year? Which uh, is not a bad thing. But when Clutterbuck was out, you saw lines change, and he played with uh, Ladd and uh, I believe it was Beauvillier. Yes. It was one of, I know, also it, in and out of the lineup. Yes. I'd rather Beauvillier in there than Chimera. 
I like Jamar still has that speed though. Okay, so he still has that speed. And Pofilier does too. He's twenty-one years old. That's all I'm saying. He could be older, yeah, or he could be younger. I guess. Uh, Barzil with Bailey and Ladd. I feel like I would rather see. By the way, Barzil with Hosang and Bovillier. Like I feel like that'd be an awesome line. I mean. Like yeah, you, I, don't the idea have of the like temptation? just have like you know, no, a, a, like that's like the dream. Like oh, the young guys going out there. Well, that's remember we used to have Nelson, Lee, and Strom when we called that the kid line. That must be the new kid line. Kid I, line two point Oh, re- real creative. I, it's it's I mean, like I'm sure at some point this year you'll be seeing that, but early Nelson. in the year, especially for a guy like Barzel who wasn't here last year. Yeah, I mean, put him I with mean, some vets. I get it. Yes. I mean, for Hosang, he got a little taste, what, 20? Uh, 20 games or so, yeah. yeah. Put him with veterans. Have them learn. I like Nelson on the wing better, though. That's my only thing. Mm-hmm. So Brock's been in the centering the third line for the most part this year. I prefer him as a winger. But it's hard to get him there because they, right. they need centers. Yes, that, and he's got that. He's, he's, got, he's the got the center yeah. body. He's got oh, the center I, body. I agree with Was that. Was he 6'3", 6'4"? He's taller than that. I think he's like six five. Either way, he's a tree. Yes, I stood next to him. He is uh, a large. We both human stood being. next to him, and he he could step on us and not even realize it. Yeah, well, he has actually. <laughs> uh, so could Anders Lee. That was just a general statement. That was, okay, I was like, yeah. where am I supposed to go with that? I don't know. We really don't have good chemistry today. I apologize to our listeners. It's been a long day, man. We're not going back and forth with each other. The Yankees are winning. Yeah, I know. It's really just <laughs> depressing. I don't know. I, there's, there's, I, I want to analyze this team, but like it's hard because it's so early. Well, next game. Like, oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. But like you said, we're what, two weeks into the season? Yeah, we can't judge too much. So we could sit here talking X's and O's and how everyone's playing so far. Like Casey Zekas won't be the team leader in points by the end of the year. And if no. he does... Then there was a very big problem. You'll be saying then John Tavares got traded. Yeah, what what the heck yeah. happened? Um, so late, yeah, I I don't want to talk X's and O's, Nick. There's no reason to. No, because it's too early in the season. The way I look at it with the Islanders right now, you fix the power play, a lot of things change. Yeah, because they're two and three, but they've all been close games. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're getting blown. Well, they got blown out once, first game of the season. Mm-hmm. When I I look right about the defense. <laughs> That, and that was the only time. And it was Columbus, though. And Columbus is very Games good. after that allowed three goals against Buffalo, allowed two against St. Louis. You lose three to two in a shootout. Give up three to Anaheim, one to San Jose, three to L.A. Yeah. So it's not – the defense isn't looking bad. The offense, fine. Mm. I mean – They need to score a little more. That's, I mean, that's yeah, the yeah, only the six right. against Buffalo. But the, the offense is okay right now. Yes. And you know there's room for improvement with the offense. The, the improvement is the power play, period. End of story. You improve, yes. the power play, improve the power play, you're fine. So does this mean that we're delving off into off-the-ice conversations? There's always so much off-the-ice. You, you, this is where you lick your This chops. is where I thrive. Yes. You want to come in here, talk about John Tavares and the Belmont yeah. Park. Can we at least get a little hockey? Can he first? at least not go to Montreal? <laughs> I really don't. I don't like Montreal. Well, that's because you left your passport there. Almost. Did. did I ever tell the story on the podcast? I feel like you have. I, I feel don't like remember. this has been brought up before. Just in case I haven't. Well, story time. With I was here. in Montreal covering the Islander game when I back in my glory days when I was a color commentator. 
So I do the game with Chris King, and I'm in my hotel room, and I have an early flight back the next day. I don't remember why. I think I had to get back to New York. Oh, yes, I was calling a Hofstra basketball game, so I had to get back to New York. So I get into the cab, and it's very early in the morning. I'm very tired. I get out of the cab. For some reason, I remember the cab number. This is going to come into play later on. I get out of the cab. I walk a couple steps. I check my pocket. What's not there, Nick? Uh, hmm. I'm going to guess your passport. Yes. My passport was not in my pocket. Where was my passport? It was in my pocket when I got in the cab. Oh, it must be in the cab. So I'm freaking out. I, uh, the cab's I'm already just, down like, the I'm street. I'm shaking my head. Right the cab's already down the terminal, this. so I can't catch it. I'm, I'm a slow guy, and I have luggage with me. I, I can't run. So I find another cab, and I ask him, can you dispatch that cab that just left? He's like, I think I'm at a different company. Hold on. I give him the cab number, and I tell him where I got the cab. Then he figures out the number for the dispatcher. But then I have no money. And no Montreal money. So I have to beg somebody for like a quarter or whatever, a loopy or whatever the hell they call it. What they call it a loopy? A loopy. A loony, I think is what it's called. Okay. Regardless, <laughs> I have to beg somebody for that because my cell phone didn't work because there's no roaming. Or at least I didn't know about roaming. I, it was very weird. So I have to call this number and they make me pay another 50 bucks or 50 loonies or whatever the hell. To get my passport back because the guy had already driven back downtown because it was quick. Oh, man. So, But then I got my passport back and I got back to New York. You I did. was so afraid. I was like, I'm going to have to go to the, the consulate. You would have been French-Canadian for life. I mean. For the story. I mean, they're. Uh, you could have been stuck forever. Their precedence is an orange. That actually would have worked out pretty political well. Political talk. No political talk. All right. As we slow hockey start to the season, we now delve into politics. Yeah. No. We're going to start losing subscribers. Yes. All right. So this goes back to John DeVere. Yes. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry I'm about really that. I'm really sorry. This folks. is what happens when I bring up Montreal. But, yes. But they do have great poutine and smoked meats there. There are, there's thoughts around from outsiders, uh, insiders on the outside, rather. Yes. That John DeVere isn't so keen on leaving New yes. York. Now, let's Look at that. get back to this. The, 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 we have to talk about the chicken and the egg, which comes first. The chicken here is the arena, and the egg is John Tavares. <laughs> is that? And in this case, the chicken comes first. Because if there is no chicken, there, there is, is no, no egg. egg. <laughs> and if there is no arena, there, there is, is no, no Tavares. Oh. So Tavares is the, the egg. Tavares is the Did, egg. Do you not get the whole story I just said? Yes. No. Right. I. Yes. So, John Ledecky finally came out and spoke publicly. Scott Malkin is lost somewhere in a forest. We've never heard but from him. It, it was um, already known that John Ledecky is like the face. Yes. Malkin's working behind the scenes, scheming. Regardless. And said, Nassau Coliseum is not an option. Gary mm-hmm. Bettman has also said that. And Belmont is it. All the yes. eggs are in the basket of the Chips chicken. Into the middle of the table. Of the Belmont. That's or you just the, want to stick to the chicken references. Uh, whatever. Regardless. Now okay. I'm Regardless. What's happening here is... They have to, it's Belmont or bust. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, what happens if there's no Belmont? I think we brought this up on the last show. I don't remember if NYCFC, if their bid was up uh, during the last show, but that has happened too. They've bid yes, on the Belmont side. Yes, we did mention side. that, did and we? Christian brought that up as well. Mm-hmm. So all we really found out is that Belmont could take a couple of months. It could take a year. We don't know what the timeline is. Yes. And Ledecky did say, that they will play this year and next year at Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. He would not commit to saying where they will play after that, other than saying Nassau Coliseum is not an option. I believe ideally they said 
they would start playing in Belmont by 2020. I mean, that's two yes. years, like in a sense, two years. And um, which we call that would be a lockout year too, most likely. <laughs> it's like a leap year. <laughs> You're laughing, but like that's the year the collective bargaining agreement is up. So okay. it's possible that they don't need an arenas till January of 2020. Whew. Thank goodness. Buy some time. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, the, the lockout will buy them a little time. I love how we're just saying the lockout is if, like, we know there will be a lockout. Death taxes and an NHL lockout. Exactly. That's how it usually goes. But, uh, no, it's, I mean, I think this is part of Ledecky's plan. We don't know any other options, so this puts pressure on New York State to, like, give the Islanders an arena. Yeah, I mean, if they want them. They're saying, we don't have any other options. This is where it's all going. So if they deny him that. It's. I don't want to say relocation because I think Ledecky has made it clear he doesn't want to go anywhere. But I don't think that's still, his first option. But but there's there's no plan B. No, that's the big problem here. Which is why I think this is more of a, a tactic, a ploy by Ledecky, saying we don't have any other plans, so you have to make this work. And really, why would they give the plot of land to a soccer team? Ugh. I mean, New York Yuck. City FC has a good following, but. And I already know, like, you're Mr. Uh, Listen, the best thing to happen in the last two weeks soccer. was Team USA not making the oh, World Cup. Oh, stop. Amazing. We're not talking about Great. this. Great. We don't have to hear We're not about talking soccer. about Fantastic. the disaster that was U.S. American soccer. Good. I'm so glad. Stupid sport. I don't have to hear about it. Um, I don't know. I'll still talk about it. Uh, not, not to There me. are other teams I'm interested in besides the start U.S. A, start a new podcast. Okay. With, I know Christian's soccer. a soccer guy. Great. You can well, start it. I will not I be listening, and I won't be supporting either with the fans. They go go. But you'll still listen, though. No, why not? Maybe I'll friend out. Maybe I'll listen on mute. Oh, none of our fans you'll... will listen though. They go where I go. They're here for me. Mm. That's tweet I me. Think they want. I true. think they want knowledge. Yeah, and I I have it all. You have it all. All of it. Eh, I don't know about that. Have you ever heard of riding coattails, Nick? <laughs> that's that's what you do to me. Oh, yep. That's hurtful. I know. That's why I said it. Oh, man. I love you, buddy. It was a joke. Olive juice. No, olive juice. Olive juice. Um, what were we talking about? Belmont. I don't yeah. think they will give a soccer team at the stadium or the plot of land over the NHL who's been established in the area for years mm-hmm. and who has a much stronger following. At least that's what I don't think. But if their financial plan is better, maybe they will. <laughs> I know. You're right. I mean, it's... It's so weird. I don't remember a situation like this where we're just in the dark. Usually it's up to the, the politics of the certain county or just mm-hmm. say, like, oh, we're for this or against this. And this is technically Queens, by the way. It is technically Queens. Yes. So they're not dealing with Nassau County, thank no. goodness. Thank the, the man upstairs if there is one. But uh, I, a, a big beneficial part for the Ledecky team and the Islanders is that this will be privately funded. Yes. This will not have to come out of taxpayers' wallets or pockets. And that's why there will be no referendum yes. or anything of that nature. So it looks good. It's just a matter of On the, paper, it looks good. Yes. It's just a matter privately of Privately funded. You get uh, life in the area again, closer to the true base of Islanders fans. Yes, there is still LIRR options. Yes. Which I assume will be late. And make you miss parts of the game, <laughs> and they will smell like urine. But there are options. There are options. 
now the one thing that ha- is a problem, the timeline. Mm. If, say, by July, this hasn't been solved. John Tavares uh, might not sign with the Islanders. Well, at that point, if it go, if it takes till July, mm-hmm. there's a big. That's problem. that's like the biggest. This is the, that's the biggest disaster. I'm just throwing a number out there. I'm not saying it's going to take that long. Yeah, yeah. And he, and if I'm if that case, if I'm Tavares and I still don't know by July, it's tough for me to stay. Exactly. So as much as you know, as, as much as I've been a part of this franchise growing up with it, even I would be like, I don't have an answer. Eh, I don't know. Unless he really just loves the organization so much that he would just cross his fingers and sign. Which, uh, which I think goes he back does want to stay. Yes. That's all the back reports. To the reports of people on the outside believing that he's not so inclined to leave. No. Because he, they talk about this odd dedication, like this unprofound dedication that he has. Mm-hmm. And all the reports, or at least from Islanders Point Blank, they mentioned how reports coming out before the draft where he was going to refuse the honors because they were a laughing stock, but he embraced it and sacrificed two years of free agency when he signed yes. his first deal, or his first deal after his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed two years of free agency to the organization. And he really does enjoy it here. That's what it's showing. So on that level, you have, an okay, we think Tavares will stay, but the other... Part of that is, what if the Islanders tank this year? He realizes he doesn't have that good of a team around him. What if the deal gets rejected by January, February, and they won't have a new arena, and they're moving to Kansas City or Seattle or something of that nature or Quebec? What happens then? Then Tavares, well, then not a lot of Islanders fans won't care because they won't be in New York anymore, but that's besides the point. Then he's definitely not saying. If the future of the franchise in terms of where they're playing is up in the air by the time he has to put pen to paper, he's not staying. It's as simple as that. Yes. That's my opinion. I don't have any actual report of that. I just want to preface that. But in my opinion, why would you? No, that's very fair. And I, I kind of just said that before. If there's no true answer by the time he needs to make a decision, I don't blame him. No. I do not blame him. He can, I, I would be happy for him, actually. That's why you have essentially this entire season to at least, A, get an answer from yes. New York State if, if they have the I mean, arena. That is not easy. And then, B, finally getting the deal done and getting yeah. pen to paper. Which I think— And there's also the production of the team. Because mm-hmm. if they have an arena and— the team around him is very bad, which I don't think it is. No. It doesn't look like it is. Maybe he's not as inclined to stay. Although I think in that scenario, there's still a good chance that he does stay. Granted, I mean, he could also get frustrated with the fact that they're always so meh. Fair. But also, I have to think about it on the other hand. In free agency, teams that are lining up to shell out money for him... Won't be great. Well, well maybe, maybe Toronto... It, it, Similar situation that he is in now, where yeah, they're okay. The pieces aren't as good around him. He's not going to get to a Penguins. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get to uh, a Lightning. A team like well, maybe the Lightning. They, they could move some stuff around. They always find a way. Like maybe penguins. he can get to a Rangers. 
Sorry, mm-hmm. I just wanted to give ingestion to a couple of centers. Uh, oh, they desperately need yes. centers. Michael Grabner just scored to give him the lead, by the way. Ah, they will yeah. have two wins now. Yeah, look at that. But in that point, from Tavares' perspective, you either stay with the team where you've been your entire career, you love it here, and I will say in this situation, there he does have security that there will be a new arena. Yes. I think arena equals Tavares. Yeah. Minus or going to minus, a team. Yeah. Minus being a lottery team. You have, oh, uh, I'm just trying to think of a random organization. The Boston Bruins. Well, the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. They would have a cap room. Yeah. They have a great Twitter account. Absolutely. By the way, I'm just going to. Oh, side note. Side note. I know. So the Golden Knights were playing the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. And they tweeted out the line combinations for the Bruins as all the names from Ted when they jokingly, you know, all the girls' names. You know, when uh, Ted asked yes. Mark Wahlberg yes, 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 the, the scene yes. about, uh, you know, Marsha, all the, the, yes. the, the tramp names. Yes. A clear joke. People are up in arms at this. It is if it's offensive. Like, come on. I miss this. God, I, oh, I, I, I miss people. I miss this uproar. Ugh, I hate people. Listen, I know a lot of bad things have happened in the world, and I know we have to be this PC world, but it was a movie reference. Just because you people haven't seen the movie that is Ted doesn't mean you have to go all crazy over a harmless tweet. I'm trying to find it now. Ah. And then Golden Knight's Twitter account is fantastic. Yes. I always, I, I will always them. get a great laugh. And by the way, what they Twitter. did before their first game at home, outstanding, amazing, outstanding, just fantastic. Had uh, Vegas strong. They didn't have any ads on the boards for that game. It was all Vegas strong. Yep. They uh, had was it a fifty nine seconds moment of silence? Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Excuse me. Of all those lost in the tragedy, they honored the first responders. Everyone involved. Yeah, so you know how introduced as well. Every team normally uh, brings out each player one by one on opening night. They also announced the first responder right after that. It was true class being shown by them. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find. Apparently, it was deleted. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. There's there's articles about it. I'm trying to find a a screenshot of it so I can read the exact tweet. In the time being, while we're talking about Vegas Golden Knights. Four They're one really starts the season, good. and what they scored—I know three goals in the first ten minutes of that game, their first home game. Yeah, I Did was they watching. Scored five goals in the first period. I, it, they, yeah, it was something like that. I'm pretty sure they scored five goals, but and I know the honors—they uh, they see Vegas not too soon. I think in the next two weeks or so, at the end of October. Yeah, it's it's coming up soon. The Golden Knights at home first. Before they go to Vegas in January. Yes. By the way, they had vi- issued an apology. Before Sunday's game against the Bruins, we issued a series of tweets quoting a Boston-based movie with a bear as its main character that were in poor taste. So this is basically saying, I can't believe I'm writing this. But you have to. By no means were the tweets intended to disparage females or female hockey players in any way. We do not condone sexism in any form and fully support the inclusive culture of hockey that makes our sport great. 
We accept full responsibility for our actions and apologize to those who were offended. Now, all right, fine statement. Like, I agree. Yes, we, we want to include everyone in hockey. But they weren't calling the Bruins girls. Yeah. They were making a movie reference. No. It, oh, my God. I'm with you here. So stupid. Like, just because people are dumb and don't understand the reference. Like, listen, I get that Ted was a silly, stupid movie. I completely understand yeah. that. But, like, once you know it was a movie reference, how can you still be mad at it? People, man. Like, Very if I start sensitive. going, quack, 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 am I offensive to ducks? <laughs> no, I'm making a movie reference, have the, idiots. Have the Knights played the ducks yet? Have the what? Have the Knights played the ducks no, yet? No, I don't believe so. Well, when they do, they better have the ducks line up. Well, now they can't. No, no, because if they say, uh, who's the girl in the movie, Connie? I forget her last name. Uh, if they I, say I that one of the, the right wing for the Ducks is, it, it, or if they say the goalie for the Ducks is, what's her name? Julie the Cat Gaffney. Then all of a sudden it's going to be, oh, you're calling the Ducks goalie a girl? Oh. Hey, man. Stupid. Stupid people. Stupid. God. But I do love the Ducks Twitter. I mean, excuse me, the Knights Twitter account. A plus for them. A plus. The I, Islanders actually, should take, I, listen, I know the Islanders social media girl. She's fantastic. They do a good job. They, they do a pretty good job, but they, they should be funnier. <laughs> they should all be as funny as the Golden Knights. Every Twitter account. They set the bar. Yeah. Like, I don't follow many teams. I follow, like, the local teams, and I follow the yeah, Knights. Yeah. Because you have to follow the Knights. They're hilarious. I don't, Now I'm actually looking forward to it. I, it, I, I didn't think about it until now when the Knights face the Islanders. I, I'm curious what their jokes are going to be. Oh, Very, maybe none and, now. Maybe they have to tone it down because of the world we live in now. I trust them. They're, Ugh, they know how to put out good stuff. Can't believe that happened. Let's look at the next stretch for the Islanders. Uh, I guess so. We, I feel it's time we start wrapping up the show. The music's playing the Oscars. Well, well uh, we're they play the Rangers Tuesday, on Thursday night. On Thursday. So they're then, finally back in the New York area. Yes, then the Shocks. And the Sharks. Oh, excuse me, I said that in a bad accent. But they already beat. Uh, the Isles play the Coyotes again, then on Tuesday. Then they go to Minnesota and Smashville. Then that Golden Knight game comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So only one game that's of importance division-wise. Yes, but obviously you want to win every game. But then you have three straight to, or not immediately after the Rangers game. You have San Jose, like we said, Arizona, which should be a win. But then two Minnesota, two Nashville, and you're back home for Vegas. Those are three tough teams from the West. I know I didn't have the Wild in my... My playoff prediction. Right. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights are not a tough team. I mean, the way they're playing, they're it's a tough true. Team. But now that uh, Flurry is out, James Neal, I believe, is out. James Neal, he's made of glass. Yeah, but he was their leading goal scorer. Yes. All right. Regardless, that game's in a couple weeks. Those guys could be back. But that uh, wraps to, up October. Yeah. To sum up, what we said on the show: new arena equals new contract for Tavares. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't panic yet, other than on the power play. If uh, if by the next time we do a if show— If they don't have a power play goal by the next time we, we record a show— Podcast. I will be screaming uh, right there with you. I just said podcast. Panic. <laughs> That's what I meant. I meant to say panic. And listen to our podcast. Yes. As I think Please we'll wrap do. things up. Uh, this is Overtime on the Island. This is courtesy of Islanders Insight. Been a blast. Uh, read all the articles on Islanders Insight. Uh, the great Christian Arnold and the rest of our team— do a great job. So we have previews, we have opinions, we have post-game stuff. Christian covers every game 
Uh, follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Mark Wiener underscore. You're at Nick Velastro. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes and on SoundCloud. iTunes is probably the easier way to go. Subscribe, comment, <laughs> rate, review. Please rate. Please rate us. Like, actually do it when we say to do it. Like, please. This is an order. And you can this comment on the show on fans. SoundCloud, too. I don't care how you listen to us. I'll come to your house and talk to you about the Islanders <laughs> if that's what you really want. We should do that. We should do that. We'll that would be a lot of work. We though. should run a contest. We'll do a show from your house. <laughs> As if anyone wants the two of us in your home. I think we're we're nice people. We are. For the most part. We'll, we'll, we'll only do it if you feed us. That's that's key. That's the key. All right. All right. But thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, check out islandersinsight.com. Uh, all your stuff is there. And uh, we'll catch you next time.